everybody and welcome back to the Line of Vienna Suite podcast episode 115. My name is Will Jones, joining me tonight is Mr Tom Jenkins. Hello Tom. Hello Will, lovely to speak to you, it's been far too long, you know I miss you. And you, well yes I've missed you too, don't you believe <laughs> it. <laughs> and also joining us tonight is a man who needs absolutely no introduction, he's the man, the myth, the legend, he's who we all dream to have a team of, it's Nicky Hunt. Hello Nicky. Hello guys, how are we? Very good, thank you. It's absolutely great to have you on. Obviously, really glad you can join us. And looking forward to just just doing some uh, some reminiscing with you, and hopefully you'll be able to share some some great memories with us from your from your time at Bolton. Uh, the, sort of the start of a, an admiral career, which, which continues to this day at, at the ripe age of thirty five. So um, yeah, um, we'll, we'll share the questions and the and the memories between myself and Tom for you to answer uh, as long as or as short as you like. And then uh, if you have any for us as well, that, then feel free to, and we'll we'll finish off some from the fans on Twitter as well. So uh, we'll, I'll, I'll start by asking you about sort of all, how it all came about, really, and where life started for you at Bolognese in terms of you know breaking into the first team and making your debut, and, and, and from then on, really. Yeah, I mean, it was it was all you know. As a kid, I always wanted to play football uh, from such a young age, and uh, I got my little breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Uh, believe it or not, I was at Man United for four years. I think it was twelve to sixteen, oh, wow. and then uh, I got scouted again when I was playing. Um, football for like school and stuff like that and town teams and things like that mm. uh, until I was 16 and then Martin Dobson gave me a call uh, and he said why don't you come down for a trial so I came mm. down at 16 uh, signed two years uh, I can't I can't remember what it was called and I think it's the scholarships now and stuff like that but I think it's yeah, like yeah. A, an academy deal and then a signed professional at 17 uh, and then from what I can remember <laughs> It's a long, long time ago, 18 years ago, this, but I think it's, Davy was at Sun, uh, Sunland at home, mm. I think, and then, uh, oh no, it wasn't, I came on for Colin Andrew again, and it's Sheffield United, and then Sheffield United again, that's what it was, and then my full my full debut was Sunland at home, and mm. then I played the away, we drew at home, and then I played the away leg, uh, where we unfortunately got beat. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, it, it was a tremendous time for me, even being that young, Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I never actually, I never actually dreamed of, of playing Premier League football. I never actually dreamed of breaking through, to be honest with you, because it was, you know, it, it was uh, it, it's such a massive jump from playing reserve team football, you know, back then. Of course. Uh, and, just, and just breaking straight through into the first team, which I did um, in in August two thousand and three, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make us feel old. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, at the biggest uh, stadium in the Premier League, which is Old Trafford. So, like, yeah, very memorable time for me. Pretty incredible. It's obviously a great story to start off at Old Trafford, sort of where you began as well. I bet that that was quite surreal as well. Oh, my, mate, it was uh, you know in front of sixty. I think it's, the capacity is not what it was at the, now, but I think it mm. was about sixty odd thousand. And you know, even warming up, you know, before the game and arriving on the team bus before the game, oh, seeing the fans outside, it was, uh, it was, it was like, it was like a movie scene. To be honest, <laughs> it, was, is... it was so surreal. It was, it was a joke. Really. It sounds great. And obviously, you had uh, eventually you had the small task of, of dealing with directly with the likes of Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, I, I bet you have a few stories to, to tell us about your, your confrontations with confrontings within him. <laughs> oh man, yeah, you know, but. If, even before he came, he was making his debut. Even before he came on the pitch, I had 
I think Ryan Giggs was out there, and then he he swapped, and then did you know it was it was just so it, it was you can't actually describe to people what it was like because you lost for words at times sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and as soon as I think it was one nil when Ryan Giggs went off, and I think it was seventieth minute, uh, a young lad called Cristiano Ronaldo came on. <laughs> he was about eighteen. I think he was eighteen then. Yeah. Uh, acne all over his face, a blonde highlights in his hair. Uh, he comes out at 1 0 for 94 minutes. And you're thinking, I'm going to snap him in half. <laughs> 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 I, I'm not listen, Nicky, but um, uh, Henry Pedersen, when we had him on, said that uh, there was a running joke between you and him about who had Cristiano Ronaldo more in his pocket out of you. <laughs> if, you well, like, if you'd like to counter back, I'm sure Henry could like to hear your repost on that. Well, obviously, it was me because. Um, I think he set up three goals from the left hand side, so I think I think I think that's where Henrik was playing. So you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's just one of them things. You know, you can't. All I can do is tackle him twice, put him on his backside, and then um, he, he switches wings, sets up three goals, and we lose four 0 <laughs> Crazy. So. The facts speak themselves. That's putting that one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's not often the, the times where you come away from Old Trafford and, and, and be able to to walk off laughing, but I bet there's a few times where you can just take take pride in the fact that you that you've sat Ronaldo down a few times. Well, we, we, I think a few of us looked at ourselves in the, there was a few of us, a few of our debuts. It was uh, big Kevin Davies' debut that day. It was wow. mine. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was one other. Other yeah. player debut it was, um, so we were just we, we weren't laughing obviously because we got beat. Yeah, stuff, but you you just know that there's a superstar in the making. Um, you know, obviously it wasn't Emmett Pedersen, it was. Yeah, it was it, honestly it's it's undescribable sometimes. Yeah, I mean that was the start of a great era, like you're saying. Obviously, sharing your debut with with, with Kevin and all the rest of him, and, and obviously it was a great time under under Sam Allardyce as well. But he had some some great sort of uh, times in the dressing room and stuff like that. And obviously we're sharing that with with, with Sam Allardyce as well. And, what I've always wanted to know, you know, if I could ever be a fly on the wall in a bottle one just dressing room, I'd just love to know what Sam would say to you, you know, before the game, at half-time and, and afterwards, really. I mean, obviously, there's there's quite a bit of stuff which I'm sure you won't be able to repeat, but, you know, is, is there any that sort of stand out to you where you, where you just ended up, like, trying to keep a straight face and just couldn't? Yeah, <laughs> obviously, you know, Sam had two sides. He had he had the nice side, and then he had the completely nasty side. And yeah. To be honest, that I was I was I was looking away that I never really got to hear a lot of the the, the nasty side to him. Yeah. I say nasty. It, it's how it's how he is a manager. That's how he's so successful. Yeah, of course. Being a manager because every player in the dressing room respects him, and they know they can have a laugh with him at certain times. But they know if you're not performing on the pitch, then he'll let you know. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I don't think that happens a lot enough these days no, with, with managers, uh, with managers and players, because I think you know managers that you know man- have managed like for twenty odd years know how to get the best out of the players. I'm not saying managers now don't know, how, but I, I just think that from that era, I think it's a different breed of uh, there's a different breed of it's, it's more tactical now than it is than it yeah, was back in our day. Obviously, we, we played a lot of direct football. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you, you you lumped it. Well, we had the players to do that. It was effective, I mean? yeah. Of course, it was. So, um, and back to Sam Allardyce. Obviously, he's, we. <laughs> I, I remember a couple of times at the Reebok when I think we went in uh, a couple of goals down, and 
I think there was drinks containers thrown. I think uh, clothes got dragged off pegs and stuff like that. It was, but it, that was over in like two minutes. Yeah. I say I say it was quick, but you know it's a long time. Two minutes. Yeah, of course. Someone's running and raving and throwing and throwing things at you, but then he'll just calm himself down, let Phil Brown take 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 centre stage again, and then and Sammy Lee when he was there, oh. uh, he, he somehow they said he bits, and then he he'd let the yeah, do their stuff. I was going to say, your talks and stuff like that. Especially yeah. whilst you were at Old Trafford, I'm sure he, he'd let them take centre stage whilst he cleared off for his his pint of wine with uh, with Sir Alex. But oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously when we played Old Trafford, he never came on on the bush. You see, so you know, uh, <laughs> he always, yeah, he always had. We got a car taking him back, or he came back with. Uh, with the assistant manager or whatsoever, so we, ne- we never usually wait for, wait for him on, on away trips, which was uh, we could we could shoot off yeah. uh, quite early, really, which is, which is always quite quite a good blessing to be honest. No, I bet. It's, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned Nicky that um, Sam was sort of a, a pretty abrasive character in, in the dressing room because a lot of the time nowadays, um, as you mentioned, you know, young players, especially like you were at the time, sort of get protected and people. Um, you know, try and tread on eggshells around them rather than, you know, give them the hairdryer treatment. Do you think that was useful for you when you were a young player coming through that you weren't I, treated like that? Yeah, I, th- I think I think it makes you in more of a a man, so to speak, because there's such young lads, even there's some lads now playing at 16. I've seen a lad at Celtic come on at 16 years old, years of age, and it was like, you know, how, how do you how do you speak to a boy, essentially? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you, 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 you're going to affect him. The way you speak to him now is going to affect him for the rest of his career. So, you know, there's, there's certain side. That's why I think it's different now where you've got to nurture him into, into football now. But when back in, when I played, it was, you know, do or die. You either did it or you weren't playing. Do you know what I mean? You mm. followed the rules or you, or, you, or, you, or you didn't get a game. Yeah. That, that's, how, that's how we learn all the way. That's how I've learned all the way through my career. And I'm sure that's how Henrik learned. I'm sure that's how anyone else you spoke to will we'll tell you that's that's how they followed the pattern of the career yeah and that's 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 how and the way they, they have the career that they have i was i was thinking about this just the other day and, and obviously how how sort of relatable sam is to to sort of the english lads and whatever and, and obviously how sort of relatable and, and how easily you, you perhaps could deal with sam and i bet for some of the the foreign lads that have come in and you know and, and, and played under him you know, is that just as easy for him to, to shout at them as well? Or does it take a bit of nurturing, you know, to be able to, to get the best out of them without just shouting at them repeatedly <laughs> in the most broad northern accent you could come out with? Well, this is it, you know, and you've got people like Iman Camp when you're dressing room, you, you, when he first came, couldn't really speak a word of the Queens. It, it doesn't really, really help because yeah. it, it just, it's just words at him, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. um, So, it, it, to be fair, he would have probably laughed it off anyway because he was... He was such a good character to have around the dressing room and stuff. But yeah, yeah you know, you had obviously you had JJ and <sighs> it's just Joey Jorkhead and people like that. Absolutely incredible set of players, weren't they? Do you keep in touch with any of them? Just have it. I do. I, I do. Um, obviously, Kevin Davies and Kevin Nolan I keep in touch with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously there's people like Gavin McCann will speak to and, and, and uh, Henry when I can get hold of him when he's not. Boozing away in his uh, <laughs> silver balls, so it's uh, it's hard to get three points off him though. If you ever decided to visit, Nicky. yeah, I mean he, he has asked me he has asked me over a couple of times since then. He said you can all you can all just stay, but he never mentions anything about free booze, which so I'm not I'm pretty reluctant to go over there. <laughs> no, but you you're still in the prime of your career. Let's not forget. So um, you know you, can, you, you can't be too heavy on it. So I've got another 25 years playing. I think. Oh, of course you have. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. You got plenty left in you. But, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, just saying about Sam, sort of generally, and, and 
obviously, I think, uh, I'm not sure whether it was the season after or the season uh, after that even that that you left as well. Um, But before that, you saw... You know, week in, week out at the training ground, you know, on the team coach. You know, you said he doesn't necessarily travel back with you on away games and what have you, but just sort of generally spending time with him. What what's he like as a character to deal with? Oh, he, he was he was first class, but he was first class especially with the young lads because uh, obviously he, he was a young lad himself coming up in the game when he, when he first started out. So he knew he knew what had to be done, and he knew you know we were all boot boys. We were all. Did balls, bibs, and cones before training? You know, if the mm-hmm. balls weren't pumped up, you know, he got he instilled the the um, what's the word I'm looking for? That you know, the attitude in the players, yeah, where they do everything for themselves and then they make their own way in the career. Yeah. There's only them that can do it. Obviously, people can help them, but there's only them that can put the effort in. Mm-hmm. There's only them that can that can perform to the best of their ability every game that you know that they need to do so. Yeah. Uh, and it, he was he was really good at one on one individual talks as well you know he'd always bring you in the office to say if you if you if you've been doing well the past five or six games but then again on the flip side he'd always bring you in the office to say look you're not performing nowhere near your ability mm. in the in, you know in the last five or six games which which you needed to hear sometimes because if he did leave you out he'd always, he'd always have a reason for you yeah where a lot of, a lot of managers nowadays don't don't really give you they don't give you a reason at all it's no. just you know you're not, I don't like you. You're not in my, you're not in my plans. So yeah, no, but they, don't, they don't actually physically sit you down, and 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 you know and and talk to you. you know, I feel yeah. sorry for Gary Cahill so much at the minute. I still speak to Gary quite a bit, and you know it, it, what he's gone through at Chelsea in the past six months is 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 a disgrace to be honest. Yeah, uh, the, the I, I think it's a culture clash with, with Sari certainly. The, the, the way that Gary's been treated, obviously, we're, we're biased because of how brilliant he was when he was at Wanderers, and I'm sure as a, as a bloke, you know, to be in the change room, you feel exactly the same way. But I think I think it's culturally they don't understand the way that you know English clubs tend to deal with things, and you know, obviously Sam being you know uh, understanding that perfectly well. I'm not sure Sari's necessarily on the same page. No, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree with you. You know, it's it is. It's just uh, it's a, it is a different culture and it is a different way of obviously dealing with players. And, that, and that's how they, you know, the foreign managers at the minute deal with their players. Um, and Gary's just unfortunately uh, been the one that, that he's done it to. Um, you know, that's football at the end of the day. It's a, it's a ruthless business. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're doing well, you're doing well. But when you're, you're doing not so well, it's um, it, it can feel as if the world's can crashing down. But I'm sure Gary will Bow's back, and I'm sure he'll get his move this summer. Um, I'm not sure where he's going. Uh, if he wants to come I'm... to Bolton Wanderers, we'd have him back. Every <laughs> <time>. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great because, it, like you said about those pet talks, I bet those, those sort of chats are absolutely priceless, aren't they? Really, and you know, having somebody who can, who can generally just sit you down and just be absolutely straight straightforward with you because there's nothing worse than you know having a mixed signal from a manager or just being left out for no apparent reason. You know, at no, least Sam would tell not. you why. Um, yeah. and it sounded like you know earlier in his career I've read he's all spoke for a few times you know and that's how he was sort of brought up you know put the cones out and, and clean people's boots beforehand and stuff like that and it, it's great that he sort of kept that up during his time at Bolton as well and that he treat, treat everyone with respect and, and stuff like that so uh, yeah it, it's great to hear that that sort of followed suit as well and, and you know and there was no fallings out I don't I, I mean you might correct me there I don't think do you have a good relationship with Sam generally I did yeah I did generally yeah. obviously there was there was the odd uh Falling out here and there, but you know, <laughs> the, 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 that's part and parcel of you know me not playing or me not performing to, to the to the standards that I'd set myself or the performance that the, that he wanted me to be at mm-hmm. to be in the team. You know what I mean? So it was it was there was always competition for places, which was good as well. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in my position, there was like uh, Joey, 
came through and there was, in fact, there was me and Anthony Barnes at the start and then, you know, and then Joey came through and then obviously in the latter stages when Greta came, you know, it, it was it was all good competition, but ultimately you want to you want to be playing football week in and week out. And Sam was the best the best manager for me to to and I could you could go and ask him anything. You know, his office door yeah. was always open when he was in. I think he was only in Thursday, Friday, Saturday though. So it's a bit it's a bit <laughs> it's a bit hard to, to get in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So um, yeah, yeah we, we, it was you know it was great for me, really really great. Yeah, it sounds like you had a great relationship with him, and I sort of guess that's why. Things sort of came to an well, not an abrupt end, but sort of perhaps naturally. You know, when the management changed, Gary Megson came in. You know, you, you didn't get as much game time or whatever. How, how did that sort of departure come about? I can't remember exactly off the top of my head whether it was you know mid-season, post-season. Perhaps you could tell us a bit more about that. Yeah, I mean, it was it was quite it was quite strange for me. Um, I'd just signed a new deal with Sammy Lee, and then mm. uh, Sammy Lee <coughs> unfortunately got the got the got the sack. So and then uh, Megson took over. I think I played the first four four games on the four or five games on the Megson, and he he came to a you know a, an agreement where I wasn't I wasn't the player that he wanted to play in that position. So. Obviously, he signed somebody else, um, and then it, it was just. But, it, but I had another. I had another three years after my deal, and I was like, Yeah, yeah. You know, do you stick it out for just them three years? And but but what was weird for me was I was I wasn't playing the Premier League, but I was playing every European game. Yeah, so that was a bit that, weird. That, the setup that. Yeah, yeah, it was because we were playing like one Thursday every month or whatever it was in the group stages, mm. and then you'd go like we we got we qualified and then. It was like we had a Thursday night game in February, another one in end of Feb and then March, and then we were getting closer and closer. And I think we got to the quarters, was it the quarters against Sport in Lisbon on the over two legs. Yeah. Uh, and I'd still not played a Premier League game. So I, yeah. so I had to keep myself mentally and physically fit, you know, and it was, it, it, that was the, one of the hardest times of my career, really. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I was on the bench quite a bit, but. Not coming on and, and but but playing every it was it was so weird yeah um, mm. that it was you know but that that's just I, I just thought you know I'll do it for myself I'll do it for you know everyone who's believed in me basically that, that I won't let this affect me mm. and uh, I, I hope it didn't in in that European uh, in that European like uh, in the matches and stuff like that yeah I'm just sort of going through your career and by the looks of it so I, after that you then got sent out on loan to Birmingham if I'm right in saying yes I did yeah. yes I did yeah and Derby yeah of course yeah because it says here that you, you were recalled under a, under a contract clause and then um, for no reason <laughs> by the looks well, of it I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you the story about that I got recalled on a day on a Thursday before we played Arsenal at the Emirates yeah uh, because uh, I think Greta was uh, suspended so right. they wanted me to come back and play yeah so I thought right you know I've got half a chance to come back here so I trained on the Thursday and about 20 minutes uh, into the training session I pulled my thigh oh no so no. I was like so we, we, I just initially just we just thought it was a bit of fatigue. But, yeah. Uh, the next day I, I I couldn't really walk on it, so Jeez. it was a bit of a. So I had to stay there for like four weeks back at Bolton, and then Birmingham came in because they were going to get in the Premier League. They came back in I think in March, right, or early April to get me back for another month. But uh, from what I gather. Uh, I think uh, I don't know why for whatever reason, but I don't think Gary Megson uh, let me go back out. Don't ask me why because I spoke to Alison Police a couple of times, and he yeah. was like, "Bolton are not are not actually letting me go." And I was like, 
I don't know why because I'm not playing yeah, adventure but... every week and stuff. So that was another uh, tough time because I, I was enjoying it a bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I know you you'll be in no position to sort of give an uncensored version of that, but I'm sure Tom, you you'll be more than happy to to sort of relate to to why Gary Megson was perhaps not not is it on his best form there, and you know obviously why he also fell out of favour with the fans. Absolutely massively, and yeah, everybody else loves Nicky. It's quite strange, that, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there we go. Uh, I'm, I'm sure Gary gets sleepless nights over that. But what, what, what I wanted to ask, what I wanted to ask you, Nicky, about that situation is more. Obviously, you mentioned you know competition with places where you had Anthony Barnes and Joey O'Brien, etc. Given that most of the time you were coming out on top and um, you know getting your place ahead of those players, yeah. when, when Greta was brought in, because you know as, as you've mentioned, perhaps your face didn't fit under Gary Megson for for whatever reason. Was there any animosity between you and Greta, or did you, you know, enjoy training with each other, like you know, goalkeepers train with each other, something, something like that? Yeah, you know, we never. I don't think we ever had a player where no one got on with each other. Do you know what I mean? We never, no one, no manager who I played under never brought a bad egg uh, into the club. Really, uh, obviously, you know, when when you see someone playing in your position, it's it's always it's always hard because you know you want to be out there playing and stuff like that. But there's never any you know animosity between us or, or or anyone in the team for that matter really and I'll be honest with you if there, if there was I, I would I would tell you but I wouldn't obviously I won't go into great detail no. but no, I'm sure, I'm there sure. actually wasn't you know it, it, because of the the people that the the club brought in uh, they, they must have done a lot of good background checks on them because there's no there's no there's no bad eggs really so it was it was a good squad we had a, we had a good squad and we didn't deserve to finish where we finished to be honest Oh, definitely not. I mean, I, I remember that season very vividly because, it, you know, as, as a young fan, having grown up and watching, you know, the likes of Akocha, Riero, Campo, Chief, and Elka, etc., etc., and, and yourself, of course, you know, in, in a defence that, let's be honest, was was almost impregnable at times under Allardyce with, you know, Ngotti, Jaidi, etc. Yeah, it, 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 it was it was a real shock to see us in that position that that season where, where we suddenly started struggling. Do, do you think it was the uh, the European aspect that you know caused that uh, the, the extra workload? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, to be honest, I don't think it was because if you look at if you look at the team we put out every European game, there was probably about the the, the team that, uh, uh, that Gary Megson picked every every European game. About only about two or three or four max started the Premier League game on the Sunday, so he was he was resting a lot of his you know uh, better players should I put uh, to play in the Premier League game, but uh, it it wasn't happening so, sort of thing. So I don't think. I think the, I think he only the only started playing the I think the sport in Lisbon away was the the strongest team he picked in in Europe that season that season if you look at the squads and stuff like that maybe mm-hmm. a couple at home uh, maybe that we had strong squads but I think the the sport in Lisbon away where we, we to be honest we we thought we we should have won really but uh, it it wasn't to be that night um, but as far as the workload goes I don't think I think he I think he was intentionally resting his Players that he wanted to play on Sunday to for them to be to them to be fresh for the games. To be honest, yeah, no, of course. It it sounds like you still got a, a relatively good run in the team and everything. It's great that that there was still you know the character amongst the squad and everything, and that there was no fallouts um, and and what have you. But you know it, it's great, and obviously because of that, you still a big hit with the fans and everything, and they still even chant your name to this day, believe it or not. Um, yeah, yeah, do they? Right, yeah. Well, yeah. Couple, I've got a couple of mates that still go. Yeah, I mean, it, by the sounds of the Twitter responses, you know, it, it, you know, it's the most we've ever had, I think. And, and obviously, you had a great relationship with them. Um, you, you know, are there any particular, you know, away days or home games afterwards, even, you know, that it stuck out to you where you know you had a moment with the fans or anything like that, or, or anything that stands out to you at all, really? Uh, 
But during 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 when I played, for them, yeah. Uh, right. Well, it's it's it, yeah. Well, there's a couple to be fair. We, I mean, we played Wolves away. Um, I think at Molyneux, and we won one 0 and Kevin Davies scored. Uh, and there was there was a um, there was stewards after the end of the game. There was stewards holding us back, trying to get through. But I think <laughs> about six or seven of us just got through and just like was high fiving fans and things like that. And it, you know, it, it was they, they they were the times you cherished. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, where where you have got that rapport with the fans that they can see you working hard and getting the result you deserve and things like that. And it, it, it obviously it was great. And you know, the, the other one obviously sticks out was my goal at, at the Reebok. Um, a hell of a goal it was too, might I? Uh, well, yeah, three Gerard legs under Pepe Reina. I mean, <laughs> what, what, more, what more do you want? Uh, yeah, but you know, and then going celebrating with the fans, and then Henrik coming over, Kev coming over, Yuri coming over. You know, yeah. I bet the goal celebrations are just. There's no better feeling, is there? Really, you know, when all the fans are clambering each over each other, and you're just there in front of them. It's, it's absolutely priceless those moments. Yeah, isn't I mean, it? you see him fist pumping, shouting, yeah. seeing it is, and you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it is, it's, it's, it's like the football factory, it's, it's, yeah. you get that buzz, you know what I mean? It's, it's, great, it's great because you compare it, you compare it to today's football, you know, and you see players celebrating and they sort of just give a high five and that sort of it, whereas, you know, it, back in those days, it was just, you just give your absolute all into celebrations, that are, like, you just go mental for 30 seconds. Oh, of course you would, yeah, you're jumping just... on each other, you know, smacking heads on each other, incidentally, <laughs> and stuff, because you're running at each other that fast and stuff like that it was, it was uh, you know it was it was yeah. it was a really good time to, to, to be there to and you, meant, really you, you mentioned that uh, Liverpool goal as well I mean, I mean I'll let you relive that to, to the longest extent possible because it was obviously one of, one of very few goals and whatever I mean talk, talk us through it and sort of because a couple of people we spoke to have said you know that the the favourite goals or whatever have just been a blur, and it's like, do, do, I mean, do oh, you want to just I tell us about that? Problem, trust me, I don't have that problem. <laughs> I remember, them, uh, I remember them to the to the to the second that they happened. Don't yeah. we? I think the balls the balls got a large forward from Bruno and Gotti, I think, and then it's uh, it's it's got out, it's got out wider touch, got flicked into the box. I think Kevin Dave Kevin Dave I spoke to Kevin Davis after the game. He said that was another assist for me. <laughs> yeah. I said, it was the worst touch I've ever seen. Straight back to my path, and I and I put it in the bottom corner. So he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, it'll go down as my assist." There's another notch on my assist. So I was like, right, well, I think that was awesome. That one, you can have that one, I suppose. Yeah. So he yeah. dropped to me, and I, I just thought, I'm going to hit this. Yeah. Like, Rose head <laughs> in. I'm, I'm just going to hit it. So so I did, and luckily for me, it, it flew in the bottom corner. Oh yeah, great stuff. And, I mean, I got, <laughs> it was it just absolutely euphoria. But I mean, do you reckon that was your fondest memory from the time from your time at the club, or is there anything else particularly that that you know you take away from it and go, yeah, that that was great? Obviously, you know, there's the the the, the cup final, but yeah, um, it, it, that's just a memorable day all round. You know, um, obviously the result didn't go that way. It was just. We were wrong, put it that way. Yeah, yeah, we were. <laughs> yeah, but you look who was refereeing again. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> we had, and we, we wonder why there's so many bad decisions in the Premier League nowadays. Exactly. Yeah, they, yeah, they put one of the worst referees in the Premier League as the as the top the top dog for Premier League referees. So it's it's that's look. It is what it, it is what it is. But it, you know, when we had Mike Riley refereeing, it was it was the same old story, really. Yeah. I don't get me wrong. I'm very pleased that you remember the day fondly because I bloody don't. We went up about four days before and trained um, near 
in near Cardiff somewhere. I don't know if it's Cardiff City training or not. To be trained that for a couple of days, and you know, we we did it all properly, and it was we did everything right other than get the result, which was uh, which was a shame. But you know, we got the runners up medal to to cherish and things like that, um, and the memories and another Kevin Davis. 400 yard strike that, you know, <laughs> that, that he was in the, I think Swartz was in the goal he went down and unfortunately his arm went in but you know it just it, the memories will last will last a lifetime and obviously the players that I played with yeah. uh, will do too it's great I'm just looking through your stats here again 2004-2005 season you were called up to the England under 21 squad do you remember yes. how that came about? Uh, well, uh, I think we're on. Um, where were we? We were on, we're on like because it was in uh, international break. Yeah. So I think uh, we was away somewhere. The lads that that Adam had been uh, picked to be international, and I think we was we was doing a training session in in the sun, and um, I think the the physio came up to me, Mark Taylor, and said, uh, "You better go and pack your bags." I said, well, "What do you mean?" He said, "Well, you're going home." I said, right, what have I done? Like, oh, no. <laughs> sat, so everything starts running through your head wondering what you yeah, did the night before. Yeah, trying to recollect what I've done. And he's like, oh, no, it's nothing like that. He said, you've been called up to England uh, on the 21th. I said, oh, right, uh, OK, right, what do I do then? And he was like, well, just go home and you'll get met by someone and they'll take you from there. So that, that's what happened. And uh, we played Holland um, and we played 45 minutes uh, against Holland. And, yeah, I think we drew, I think it was 2-2. I think I can't, I can't remember what the score was. Uh, nine apps it says you got so was, you, had a, you had a bit of a run there as well so it's great I, I never knew about that actually completely forgot but um, yeah so obviously, obviously since since your time at Bond you obviously went to, to Birmingham on loan Derby on loan a uh, couple of games at Bristol uh, over the two years and then uh, Preston for a while uh, yeah. as well that, that was 17 games and you got a goal there as well Oh, there, yeah, there's my second one. Another yeah. Another 25-yard strike as well, but that was on my right foot this time. So it was, uh, it's the best way to do it. Exactly. Yes, he does. Straight off the corner. Someone edited it out. Straight to me on the edge of the box. Right foot in the bottom corner. Exactly. It'll no, be on YouTube somewhere. It, so I, I, might have a look, I might have a look after this. No, no, <laughs> nobody remembers if you score 100 tappings. It's, it's better no, off if you yeah, score yeah, a couple of 25 yards. Yeah, you got you have to score screamers. That's what you got to do. Of course you do. That's it. why I was surprised that Henrik uh, seemed to be uh, blurry about all of his goals because I remember most of them. There weren't that many to recall. <laughs> it was only about eight, weren't it? Don't get me wrong. I mean, and like I say, this is, it's just such a such a brilliant time to reminisce about. You know, you talk. I mean, the thing is, from your perspective, you remember that goal that you scored against Liverpool. Henrik saying that a few of his goals were blurs. I remember every single one because I tell you now, after only seeing what is it about twenty this season, you need yeah. to cherish the ones that have happened. In that <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course you do. I'll, I'll go back to to the current day at Bolton in a second, but just going on to onto your next move is Accrington Stanley. So Accrington are yes. actually my local in terms of where I live, and I've oh, been really? to watch them a couple of times when you were playing, and uh, I was actually there the day you got knocked out. Do you remember? Uh, oh, well, I mean, you, well, you, I, you, silly question, saying do you remember that? But I <laughs> bet <laughs> 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 that was a bit of a weird one because I think it was only about your second or third game, something like that, against Plymouth. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was that Plymouth? Was it? Yeah, Plymouth. That one. Yeah. I mean, that was. Uh, just... <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I think I, I. I don't know actually. I think the but I don't know because I blacked, I blacked out about ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, that then it was it was it was scary really. Mm. I, when I woke up, I was in hospital, and I was like, "What's Jeez. going on here?" Like, yeah. you know, and uh, I went for CT scans and X-rays and things like that. I had drips coming out of me, I had wires around me. I was like, 
didn't know what was going on. It was it was quite scary to be honest. Yeah, but from to just be, going up for a challenge or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, bit of a weird one that. But then obviously Leighton Orient as well. Mansfield just before that briefly, and yeah. then uh, I think I think the one that everyone sort of relates to you now at Notts County. As well, you yes. had a bit of a spell there. Was it? Were you with Shola then? As well, Shola Amiobi. Yeah, big Shola. Yeah, big Shola. Yeah. yeah, it was you great. Forget, hang on, you forgot about my goal at Leighton Orient. Do you not want me to? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a goal there. Yeah, go on then. Sorry. <laughs> Another left foot screen match. Uh, of course. Started on the halfway line, picked the ball up, ran past about sixteen men, uh, put, it aside, <laughs> put it put it in the bottom corner again, off the pub. It's the only way to do it. It's great. <laughs> Fancy playing up front for us next season, <laughs> please. <laughs> Yeah, give me the number nine shirt. I'll have a go. <laughs> Great stuff. Yeah, Notts County. Um, obviously playing with Chola, and he'd he'd said a couple of years ago when he when he'd come to us briefly, and he said that he'd come back and play for us for free. He just seemed like <laughs> a, 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 a great guy, really. I mean, I don't oh, know. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Were you under a... Were you under Kev Nolan there? Yes. Yeah. 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 He, signed, he signed me, and then he obviously he signed Shola and signed me, and because he knew get the band back together. <laughs> yeah, it was it was great to be fair because Shaw's a great guy you know um, he's, I think he's doing Sky Sky Punditry now isn't he uh, I think so yeah I've seen him a couple yeah, of times on there yeah yeah he's a great guy to be fair good, good to have around the dressing room you know yeah. always trying to encourage you know we had we had quite quite a few young lads as well at Notts County so uh, he was all trying to encourage them to, to do the best and, and try and help them with his experience and stuff yeah. but yeah he's He's a good asset to have. Actually. I bet that was great working with Nolan again, though. Like get, getting a call from him saying, "Come and play for us again, and we'll, we'll get it, we'll get everyone back together, and we'll, we'll play League like Two. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I was opening opening the changing room door and seeing like Fernando Hierro there, you know, <laughs> uh, you know Campos with a big wig on. You know what I mean? That, that, that yeah. was uh, that was a changing room I was expecting, and then, uh, but no, he, he, he signed quite a few experienced lads and. And we did him proud. To be fair, we got in the playoffs in his first season as manager. Yeah, and he was he was so unlucky to be. Oh, I remember he that they got robbed, didn't they? Yeah. I keep on saying it, but you were absolutely robbed against Coventry. That was horrendous. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Some of the, so the penalty decisions that I remember, I can't, um, I can't remember the names. It Dan Dan something who gave away a penalty in the oh, first. Oh, Dan Jones. Yeah, yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's one of yeah. those. Yeah, but I, I was going to ask you about about Kev when you talk about um, him being the manager. What? From in terms of obviously cutting his managerial teeth at County, he's not had a job since he lost his job there. In my view, in my view, relatively unfairly. Um, if he were to take up another job, do you think he could manage at a higher level, particularly League One in a club in the northwest called Bolton Wanderers? <laughs> <laughs> I think he could. I think he could without a doubt. I mean, he's got he's got all the attributes to to do it. He's got all the you know the background knowledge and the in depth football knowledge to do it. Um, and he's got the backroom staff that that I know that he'd probably take with him. Uh, that, that, are, that are very experienced as well. So it's, it, 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 um, I think he's, you know, he'd love the job. Do you know what I mean? But I think uh, at the minute he's got to find the right job for him. He wants to get back into football as quick as he can, and and maybe this summer is the summer that, he, that he'll do that. So uh, I hope he, I hope he does. So I was just going to say, if you got another call off him and he's all right, right, I'm off to Bolton. You come in. <laughs> what, 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 what's your answer? <laughs> well, uh, maybe I'll have to tell you I'll play a coach role. I don't know. He's going to take forty-five games. No. Uh, it, it, you know, obviously, I'd love, I'd love to get back there in some capacity. I know yeah. you've got a lot of ex-players in the backroom staff. You know, Jimmy Phillips, uh, David Lee, Julian Darby, and Gav McCann, obviously. And you know, it, oh, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not changed, Nick. It's all the same lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that, that, you know, that that's that's the only bit uh, I think left at the club now. You know, I'm really sad about it. But that that's yeah. the only bit that, that that is 
you know, keeping keeping it all together at the at the, at the youth level. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Which is keeping the lads that have been there for years uh, and keeping them and, and, and nurturing the, the the kids to come through. Yeah, well, I was just going to going to mention about that. So, what what's your take on the on the current situation at the club? Oh, you know, it's it's hard to believe, obviously, but um, you know, with what they've been going through from, I think it's from the past four four years, really. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's they were, you know, I think the, the manager now did a did a great job in keeping in keeping them up last last season. Yeah. Um, and he's just he's just been belt, uh, dealt blow by blow by blow this season, and it, it and it showed, you know. But mm. credit to the players, credit to you know, credit to the staff that. You know, when it's very difficult when you don't get paid, no matter what you do. Um, and I just think it's it's they 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 should be proud of themselves that that they've that they've kept playing and kept, and kept training and kept doing the job when all adversities were against them, sort of thing. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, right, we're only about halfway through something like that, and I would usually carry on with some questions, but looking at the Twitter, I think we're going to have to dedicate the second half all to it, really. It's literally <laughs> the I, most... Re- yep, yeah, I was literally just going to come to you first. Fire away. Thank you. So, my, 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 my question is just, um, well, it's more of a, a bit of a, a compliment first followed by a question, so you'll be very pleased to hear that. <laughs> um, honestly, like, we we have had a fair few like really really good crosses at the club. You know, like Matty Taylor, Juve, um, yes. you know, even a to an extent. Natural. You are generally one of the best crosses that I have seen us have at the club. I was oh, wondering wow. if you rem- if you remember one of the um, uh, I remember one uh, for Juve to score a header against Newcastle in like two thousand and five. That is yes. one of my the best crosses that I remember. And then also another one where they a locomotive Plovdiv game where they had a player down. And we played on <laughs> goals from what you Oh yeah, I was wondering, yeah. I'm wondering if you know those are two memories I really really pick out from you playing for us. I wonder if you had a similar one from you know that similar kind of thing from a cross or you know an assist that you picked out that you really enjoyed doing. Um, yeah, you know, obviously them two, them two are up there, and then I think there was a left foot. There was a left footed one that I did to Gary Speed. Uh, I think that was at home. Mm. I'm not sure who we were playing against. And I think we might have been playing against uh, Leicester or Newcastle. I'm not sure. And that was just like a half volley. I just looped back in and he went over and he was just there and he just pounced on it. I think it was his header. I might have been a yeah. right foot volley that he just put in the bottom corner. Mm. Uh, and then there was the the one at home to Portsmouth. We only won one nil. It, it wasn't a great cross or anything. But it was just the move that happened before it. Where it was like it it was rough. It was you know ball after ball after ball after ball. And then I just slid in and I, I played it across and, and Kev Davis had just got his big. Size twenty five feet on it, so <laughs> poked in, and it was it was it was a good it was a good feeling because we, you know, we, we won the game that we that we needed to win, and after it we all went out for a few beers and stuff, and it was it was a nice way to to, to end the game really. Hmm. Great stuff. We'll come to to the one that was actually most uh, most popular. It was from James, who's also a right lad of Vienna. Um, I think everyone wants to ask you this actually. Do you do you have a team of Nicky Hunt as well? Do I do? Yeah, I, I, I sleep with them all every night. I sleep with them all. All eleven of them. I've got them all. And the bench. Nicky Hunt's head is inside me. Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. I've got them all. I've got them all inside. Great. So, a similar one to that from uh, from Bill. Well, at Bill BWFC, he says, at which of his ten positions did he like playing the most? <laughs> 
uh, yeah, look, I, I love, I love, be, I love uh, being in the opposition half. I, I, you know, obviously, I like defending and stuff, but it, I was so, uh, it was, it was wicked attacking and getting in the opposition half and, mm. and whipping balls in to, to, to hopefully get, get one of our lads on the end off. So, I, mm. I like playing. I call it right wing back. So, I just like, I just love bombing on, bombing on and stuff yeah. like that. So it was good. Good stuff. We've got a, a rather conspiracy theory one here from Jamie, who's also at Lady Vienna. Uh, he's gone, is it any coincidence that it all went so wrong after you left? <laughs> <laughs> what, for me or for Bolton? Well, for Bolton. <laughs> Obviously for Bolton. <laughs> uh, look, there was, there was a lot of, I think there was a lot of things wrong behind the scenes before before we left, uh, you know, before Big Sam left and stuff like that. I think, you know, it was, it, it, I'm not going to say it was a sinking ship, but it weren't. It weren't the you know the, the train uh, that that we was that we was on so to speak when when they were there. Uh, you know, look, I, I've, I, I, people stop me in the street and stuff or in the supermarket, and you know we have chats for five minutes and stuff, saying what what do I think's you know gone wrong and stuff mm. like where did it go wrong? And we all come to the same thing as you know when when Big Sam did leave, it you know it, it did. It did, you know, shoot shoot a massive hole in everyone's foot, really, sort of thing. Um, so yeah, you know, I can I can totally relate to that, and and that's 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 how I feel as well, to be honest. So, so can we blame you? Yeah, just blame me. Great. I got one from Damon Hesford who says, "Does he feel? Uh, how do you feel about being ignored in the goat debate between Messi and Ronaldo?" And do you believe it's an argument of second place, or is this just another example of anti Nicky Hunt bias in the media? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, there's a lot of that going on. In there. There's a lot of that going on. Anti Nicky Hunt bias. So, <laughs> but I, I, you know, to be brutally honest, I think I'm in a completely different league to them too. I think I'm in a higher league than them anyway. Oh, of course so you are. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you you just got to you know let them battle it out for you know for the for the greatest of all time, and I'll be I'll just be the, the super greatest of all time instead. So I'll always do one step ahead of them. Well, the end of the day, I've never seen them make a two-footed challenge than now or the other. So. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, one from Tom Bridge. He's genuinely asking, please, please, can you play right back for us next season? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well, I'll leave my phone on. See if uh, <laughs> see if the gaffer wants to ring me and and, uh, and see see what he wants to do. See see what other options he's got he's, he's got for their next season. Good stuff, Phil. If you're listening, yep. There you go. Um, Rob Higson says does he still drink in Cafe Stella in Lee um, and as said a couple of lads tagged a couple of them saying it's a really good night and then all the chants about him as well oh, cafe, oh is it still going that I think so yeah wow <laughs> yeah that's, uh, that's a very very long time ago that um, but yeah uh, you know it was it used to be it used to be a good place to go out and have a, and have a drink after the game and stuff. But yeah. uh, I've not been for many many years, so <laughs> I wouldn't know if it's still if it's still the the, the good place to go. But yeah, <laughs> uh, that's a good night. Got another establishment uh, related one. Do you miss the old wheat thief? Oh yes, yeah, yeah <laughs> shadow of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. What's it? What what a boozer that is. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, I don't know why. I don't even know why it got shut down. No. Um, so it's just yeah. We, uh, I think I think the whole of West Orton misses the week sheet. <laughs> uh, Dean Roberts says, "Does he want to go to Spoons in Alfred on Wednesday night for a mixed grill?" <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I'm away, so uh, oh. I'm gonna have to pass on that one. But um, you know, m- maybe another time, maybe another time. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Gaz has said, "Does he still collect cars?" I didn't know that. Is it? Is uh, that? Is that a thing? No, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, 
Come on, we're going to do a couple of the classics. Well, yeah, which is a shame. So uh, there's no money in them anymore. So oh. I've stopped, stopped doing that. So it's uh, it's it's uh, it, yeah, I stopped doing that years ago. Oh, go on, run us through a couple of the classics. What do you have? <laughs> oh, I've had you know I've had you know Mercedes, BMWs, and stuff like that. It's uh, you know I've, I've, stuff. yeah, I've had uh, a lot of fast cars and stuff like that. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Christmas says, what's his record for push-ups on a pub floor? A rest for push-ups on what? Sorry, on a pub floor. On um, probably about four. Because, <laughs> uh, my, I've had two operations on my shoulder, so after the fourth one, it'll just get. I'll just collapse probably on the floor and just end up sitting down having a pint. So, <laughs> so, so it's probably about four. Good stuff. I think people will be absolutely loving these. This year. <laughs> uh, Paul Thorne says, "Does he still DJ?" Yeah, how many how uh, many professions do you have? <laughs> I've still got all the. I've still got all the if you can play all eleven positions on the pitch, you can bloody DJ. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, I've still got all the stuff, uh, but I've not I've not done it for for a while, uh, for for years in fact. So uh, maybe maybe if anyone wants to, you know, a club owner wants to to to, to give me a call, maybe I can do a. An evening or, or a night, that, that's not a problem at all. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, we've got another one here. I know we mentioned Ronaldo earlier, but he says, who was the best player you came up against in your career? Um, I, got, I get asked this quite often, to be honest, and, and people are not surprised what I say, but the, when I tell them why, they, they, half, they half understand. There's two of them, really. There's Thierry Henry and oh, Ryan yeah. Giggs. Oh, yeah. um, and they always say, well, well, you played against Ronaldo, and, and you know, and, and I was like, yeah, but when I played against Ronaldo, and, you know, obviously he's, he's he's one of the greatest players of all time. You know, don't mm. get me wrong, but he was only young. He's only young, um, and he, he had a lot to learn. Um, yeah. But I was playing against Thierry. I mean, when he's prime, Ryan Giggs oh, in prime, and and they they just had like you know they could stop the ball and then just set off running. You, I, could, I could have five or six yards on them, and they still, yeah. still get by. They get by me, uh, and that that was that was why I think that they they were they were ahead of him at that time. Yeah, uh, when when I was playing, that, that's the only reason. So I was going to say at the time you were playing them, they they were obviously substantially better players than him. So um, yeah, I take your point on that, and they're obviously two incredible players. So yes, of course. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Sean says, besides perhaps you're seeing goal as an exception, uh, which former Wanderers teammate would you like to have an entire team of? <laughs> you'll see. Yeah. Uh, probably Campos, to be honest. So we can all look no, like, of course. Can't put wigs on. <laughs> So and to be fair to Campo, he could finish. I'll give him that. Oh, can't he? Yeah, he can strike a ball. Yeah, don't get me wrong about that. Yeah, well, I'd have two Campos playing up front for me, no problem. Yeah, so bring eleven, all eleven of him back. Yeah, we'd like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. See if you can tell who this one was. Ask him who the best masseuse is that he's ever had. Right. Have um, a think before you answer this. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's male. Obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Careful. <laughs> let me think. Uh, Should we preface that by saying at the club, not in general? Oh no, yeah, right. that's all I've had at the club. You see, uh, I I'm going to say Harry Brook. Oh, he's not going to like you on that one. Um, oh no, uh, it, it's, it's Jonathan Barber. Johnny Barber, he's a Johnny Barber. He can't, is he? can't say that. <laughs> he's oh, he's co- that. Yeah, he is. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so awkward. So awkward. So awkward. Never mind, hey, yeah. never mind Johnny Lad. Is that is that a, 
Is that another editing job there, Tom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just pretend you said Johnny Barber? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> said Johnny Barber. Yeah. No, it's, clo- it's a close call, really, between Harry and Johnny. Yeah, close oh, good stuff. Um, somebody's asking you to do the champ. Which champ? My champ? Yeah. <laughs> go on. <laughs> what, I've got to go all the way? Nah, I'm not going to go all the way through. I can't go all the way through, though. Sorry, I can't go all the way through. But we, we do all dream of him. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> what was it like being better than Cafe for a season, says Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not he, sure which season he's related to. It should just mean all of them. <laughs> so I've got to be very careful what I say about him. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was great. We'll just say it was great. So we'll just say it was great. I, I think. I think what you're gauging from this, Nick, is there was a hell of a lot of love for you from. There is. From Everybody that. loves yeah, you. Yeah, which which is obviously greatly appreciated because I, you know I love I love playing for the fans and I love playing for the club. You know, it's it, it was it was all I ever wanted to do and it was. It was, you know, it ended up being a lot more than what I expected. So I've got a lot of, I've got, a, you know, I've got a lot of respect and and, and things back for the fans and, and for the club that that gave me a chance, really. <laughs> um, Declan Cahill asks, "Can you buy the club?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. If if you can find me a hundred million pound, I'll definitely buy the club. So, yeah. You need more than that, mate. <laughs> 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 I've got to ask then again as well. I know we've probably got more you know, daft questions on Twitter, but I, I, my, my mates who are crew fans would not forgive me if I didn't ask something crew related. Oh um, yeah, uh, I, I believe you've signed a year extension. Have you? Have you not? To, yes, year, I have, yeah. Off, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but but what, what do you reckon to their prospects next season? I know they've got a few decent young players coming through, and I think Chris Porter's hanging around up front, isn't he? But you know, like I say, they, they wouldn't forgive me if unless I asked you, you know, what their chances were next year. I think I think I think it'd be it'd be it'd be it'd be quite good to be honest. I think I think we need a good start. I think we, uh, you know I, I think we need to base everything on a good start. If we get first ten games, if we get if we get some good results and stuff like that, and we obviously we we need to hold on to our young players at least for this season because we we have got we have got a good bunch there. And uh, I know I know a lot of teams are, are uh, you know sniffing about them and and wanna and wanna maybe take them. Um, but you know, I generally do think that if we if we finish off the way uh, we did, especially at home last season, then then we've got nothing to worry about. And I think playoffs are a real possibility next year. Mm-hmm. Have you been playing mainly centre half or right back? Yeah, no, I, yeah, I played a few right back, but mainly centre half. Yeah, which, which is, to be honest, I, I really enjoy playing that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All on the back four I play, so it's uh, you play everywhere. I do. Yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Did did you play with uh, Yossi's son, Will? I did, yeah. Yeah, but I, I was that and play with two. That was weird. That yeah, yeah. It, it was Will who actually said to me before the game. He said, "Oi, this is mad. This is really <laughs> mad." But you play with two generations of Yoska Lions, and I was like, "Wow." Actually, <laughs> just just in case you couldn't. I, I, I did. I felt for Will because I know he had a really good debut, but then obviously made a mistake. Uh, like I don't know, was it a few weeks later or something? Dropped the ball in at a corner. But oh but yeah, he, he looks. He looks like a real prospect, despite the fact he is, that he doesn't yeah, look necessarily he, tall he, enough. No, he's extremely good. You know, he's uh, but he's only gonna he's only gonna benefit from being under. The guidance of Fred Barber, who's obviously the ex Bolton goalkeeping coach yeah, as well. So oh, absolutely, he's uh, he's he's gonna he's gonna have a good career. Uh, he's having a good career. He's good, will have a good career. Well, I'm sure. Good stuff. Uh, well, we've run out of silly Twitter questions because I've decided that they're all not for airing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got one myself, which is the last one. I, I meant to ask you that you're on. Who was your favourite? Oh well, best mate or favourite teammate at Bolton? Uh, oh God. Um, 
I, I think I think I think obviously Kevin Nolan. I used to room with Kevin Nolan, and uh, you know I've, I've spoken to him throughout my career. But you know, there's Kevin Davis as well. That they're probably the two that, um, that 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 I do you know speak to most and have most in common, and and you know and, and would would want to do things in the future, yeah. football wise with with them. You know. He, or you know whatever whatever pops up or and stuff like that. So it, it, it I think it'd be them too. You know, but I still I still keep in touch with Gary Kalu, who yeah. I really got on with really well when he was there. But I was only there for a couple. Of, I think I was only there for a couple of years, yeah. two or three years, I think. I was going to um, say, but yeah, yeah. No, I, I, for some reason I did guess it'd be it'd be known because I know you've obviously had a few stints with him, obviously at Notts County and what have you. But yes, you seem quite close on the pitch as well. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Obviously, we, we we roomed together for for about six six years, and you know, it was it was there were good times. You know, we see see each other off the pitch. Uh, you know, I know his family really well. He knows mine really well. Uh, so yeah, you know, he's he, they're just good good genuine guys yeah. who who will do a lot in football. I'm sure. Yeah, good stuff. I, I have one last one that I tend to ask well, quite a lot of the of the ex players. I need to stop doing this because it's not really relevant to the season now because they're all terrible, but. Um, is there anyone that, that you sort of like yourself to from the modern day Wanderers team? Sorry, say that again. Is, is there anyone that you liken yourself to in the in the modern day Wanderers team? Um, I don't know if you know many, but at the minute, no, like, yeah, like I do. I've been watching a few games to be yeah. honest. Uh, I like I liked uh, the right back. Um, what was it? what was he called? Alavi Olkowski. Yes. Uh, yeah. I like him. I, I like. I like. He's, a, he's attacking football. Uh, he's positive, uh, and you know, he, he, what what I, what I just thought Bolton lacked this year is obviously a, a goal scorer, someone who could, you know, obviously finish finish in the box. Like you needed, they needed a, a number nine. He was a a poacher. That's well, we what needed they needed Alan this year. Is what we bloody needed. Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally agree with you. But you know, if if you could have just found one, uh, maybe from January onwards, he, he, he could have kept you up. Um, you know, he could, he could have kept the club up, but uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be. So, uh, it, it's yeah. interesting that you say you like Tolkowski because I know that Will isn't a particular fan of, of Pavel, <laughs> but I, I always thought he was he was very good because, as you say, yeah, there's there's more to being a right back. You know, you talk about yourself being possibly a right wing back and going forward and whatever, and I, I thought yeah. he did that job very very well. Yeah, I did well. But in the games that I seen him, he didn't he didn't really have a lot of defending to do. I mean, I watched him against Millwall at home, and I thought Millwall were, were poor. Oh, they were uh, my work. Uh, yeah. And but uh, you know he didn't have much defending to do. To be fair to him, and he, he just bombed on uh, and, and got some really good crosses in. I think he, he actually. I think he scored that game actually. He did, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, I thought I thought he had a good game. Um, but you know, he, he he just reminded me in some ways of of, of myself where, where going forward was was all that I love to do really, and and just whipping balls in for, for strikers to score. Good stuff. Excellent. Uh, just to finish off, then, have you got a message for the fans at all, or anything? Seeing, seeing as they all still love you so much. <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. I've got a lot. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of love back for the fans, and you know, uh, I do get. I do get to Bolton when I can, um, and just uh, what I'd say to him is, is stick with them. Stick with the club as long as long as you can, uh, because I'm sure that this is not the end of the club. I'm sure they're going to get out of administration, and I really do hope they, they, they carry on following them. I know it's you know. Sometimes it's heartbreaking and stuff to see what's happening, uh, but but all I can say is just just keep keep following them and, and keep the faith. Really, that's all. Excellent. Thank you so much, Nicky, for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure 
talking yeah, to absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you very much, mate. Not a problem, guys. Anytime. I'm sure everyone will really appreciate listening to this. I've loved it. Thanks very much um, indeed. I've loved it. Where, where can anyone find you these days? In any establishment in Bolton at all? Or just... <laughs> no, you just... Keeping uh, yourself to yourself. Just come and watch the crew. Yeah, the, yeah, yes, the crew games. Uh, yeah, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's near the centre of town. I'm, I'm sometimes in. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, if, if you do if you do want to... If you do want to Follow me and say if and have a chat, then no problem. Yeah, don't say that. You'll get the autograph hunters outside. <laughs> oh, yeah, outside. It'd be a huge cue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tom, where can everyone find you as usual? Do the socials plug. Oh, you know my Twitter better than I know my own, Will. I think it's, uh, whoa, is it TRECO44 on Twitter Something now? Something like that, yeah. You can Something find like me that, yeah. at WI1LJ and you find all our ramblings on the line of the NSV Twitter. And leave us a review on iTunes, if you will, please. Five stars and nothing less. Um, thank you very much everyone for listening thank you again to Nikki for joining us um, no this has been Love episode it. 115 of the Line of the Sweet podcast uh, so it's time to say goodbye if there's nothing else left to say so say goodbye Tom goodbye Tom goodbye Nikki goodbye Nikki alright so goodbye from me thank you very much for listening set la vie